Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin's Hit Music Station, FM 104. Louise with you until 1 o'clock. I'm now joined by the editor of Geek Ireland, Olivia Fahey. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for joining us again. Oh, glad to be back, especially to talk about one of my favourite topics. Yes, so the Oscar nominations were announced during the week. They were indeed, and I think it's fair to say that um, Belfast can now take the crown as the most, um, shall we say, successful Irish film, because it's now earned the most Irish um, Oscar nominations. It even beat My Left Foot by one single nomination. So it's looking pretty good for it, I think, especially in the eyes of Hollywood. Yeah, and I think that's unbelievable because obviously we've all seen that movie, My Left Foot, during school. <laughs> like I think everybody it was pulled out at some point where we all got to watch it. Oh, for sure. It's one of those ones where that was always seen as like the pinnacle of Irish cinema was mm-hmm. when My Left Foot got all of those um, those nominations. And I think because we all have that nostalgic attachment to it, it's kind of like, oh, hang on, something is now coming for its crown. <laughs> and in fairness, Belfast just seems to be one of those other films that's quite similar in a way that it's quite heartfelt as mm-hmm. well. Like, it really tugs at the heartstrings. So, it's taking the crown. Do you know what I think will allow it? I think so. And I've heard so much good things about it. Like, the it, people have been ranting and raving about Belfast. They have, and they genuinely say that it is now very close to being the front runner to even win Best Picture. And um, Power of the Dog might have more nominations overall, mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of questions over whether or not the Academy are willing to allow a Netflix film, even though it did have a cinematic run. The fact that it is still from Netflix, are they still are they still a bit kind of like anti-streaming in the Academy? Mm. So in that sense, Belfast is looking more likely to be the winner but they could surprise us and go for The Power of the Dog or they could even go for the uh, Japanese film Drive My Car and do a parasite on it who knows That's really interesting actually that you know they are looking at maybe Netflix movies because obviously over the past two years a lot of movies would have been released through streaming they have, especially during the pandemic, because, yeah. of course, everything had to go to streaming. And they did adapt the rules that if a film um, had been planned on being released in 2020 in cinemas and it just had to go straight to streaming because of the pandemic, then it would still qualify um, as being eligible for a nomination. Mm-hmm. Usually films have to have at least a two-week cinematic run in order for them to qualify uh, for the Academy Awards. So mm-hmm. it, you would wonder, it's like, are they still going to be sticking with that? Because, of course, a lot of the Netflix films that have been nominated um, don't look up and uh, The Power of the Dog. They both did get cinematic releases, even if it was just for a short period of time. So that way they were eligible for the ceremony. So 
you know, you'd, you'd hope that maybe with this uh, new modern world that we're going to be living in, <laughs> that they might uh, open up the doors a little bit more in that sense. Yeah, because I wonder... Then, yeah, I do wonder if that was purposely done, maybe, because they knew they needed to have it in a cinema for it to be acknowledged. Yeah, they did, for sure. Mm. And you're wondering now, is like, does that mean that they're going to be able to shift into made-for-TV movies? So the likes of all those Hallmark um, movies, you know, at Christmas time mm-hmm. and Valentine's Day, things like that depending on the way the rules go, is like, if it doesn't have to go into a cinema, does that mean all of these movies would be allowed to qualify for a nomination in that sense as well? So it could open up many, many doors if they do make that change. I just don't see them doing it in the next couple of years. It could end up being like five years from now that they're like, oh, okay, like cinemas are kind of maybe dying out a little bit more than they already have been. So maybe we do have to to readjust. But there's still a lot of old school people who are just like, nope, if it's not in a cinema, it doesn't qualify. I think some movies have to be seen in the cinema, like Spider-Man. That wouldn't have been the same on my little laptop screen. (laughs) For sure, between Spider-Man, Dune, I think is another great example. Because even though I myself found it to be, it's definitely a part one of a two-part film. Mm -hmm. um, But it is so visually spectacular that you know, it needs to be seen on a bigger screen. So, yeah, I think the cinema does still still need to exist. Yeah, I think so. For the moment, anyway, for sure. But Jessie Buckley also, we have to give her a shout-out. She got a nomination for The Lost Daughter. She did, and I'm so delighted. I've actually been a massive fan of Jessie's ever since she appeared on that Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, series where she was trying to become uh, Nancy in the Oliver version. Oh, I forget what it was called. I'll do anything. And um, she came second in that show. And I've watched her career ever since then. So to see her finally get this global acknowledgement um, that we always knew that she could get is absolutely amazing. And she was so thrilled to to get the nomination, especially alongside Olivia Colman, because the two of them are actually playing the same character. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those rare situations where two actors have been nominated for essentially playing the exact same character just in two different points in their lives. So it just goes to show how well cast they both were, that they both earned the nomination. It wasn't that one outshone the other, they were both brilliant. I kind of love that too. Like that's a really nice nod for both of them. For sure. Mm. Again, it's a testament to to the casting and um, Mm -hmm. Maggie Gyllenhaal as well. It's great to see her be acknowledged also in uh, the director category. So it's, yeah, it's definitely a good, good year for women, I think. Yeah, amazing. Although there has been a couple of snubs as well, hasn't there? Oh, just a bit. And one, I have to say, I was absolutely raging over, Lady Gaga. Yes. She was the best thing in House of Gucci. And you could see that she literally put her heart and soul into that. At Coma Awards Day, no, not even a, a mention of her. So that, I thought, was actually quite um, unfortunate. Now, in fairness, like you're up against Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos, Olivia Colman, the lost daughter, um, Jessica Chastain, the eyes of Tammy Faye. Like, as much as the film hasn't really done much over in this side of the uh, this side of the pond like mm-hmm. it has actually done quite well in the States so Jessica is always going to be a bit of an academy darling so it's not too much of a surprise that she got the nod but for me it was actually Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers um, as much as she was brilliant I was very surprised that she earned the nod over Lady Gaga and actually Kristen Stewart because as much as she yes. did a great performance in Spencer for me it was a bit too bit ham <laughs> for lack of a better turn of phrase so I think if any of them we're going to have been swapped out for Gaga. It would have been one of those two actresses. But at the end of the day, like that, this is the way that the academy went. So, yeah. I would love. Do you know what? I would love to be a fly on that wall when they're when they're deciding who they're putting through, just to kind of see where the discussion goes. I'd love to know kind of how how they choose. 
Definitely. And like I'd say the SAG Awards is going to be a big indicator on how the Academy Awards are going to go because there's a lot of crossover with the voters. So Mm -hmm. usually if you see something do well at the SAG Awards, nine times out of ten, it'll also do quite well um, at the Oscars. So I'd say that'll be a big big indicator as to what to expect. Amazing. And I need to mention Will Smith. Oh, yes. My God. How amazing was he in King Richard? Unbelievable. if he does not walk home with that statuette this year, <laughs> I don't think he has a hope of ever getting it because this is, it's not a case of that it could be one of those ones where it's like, I, you've won it now just because you've done so many other good performances mm-hmm. that we'll just give it to you for this one. No, no, this is, in my opinion, the peak of his career. Like, this should be his crowning moment, pun intended. <laughs> and the, I think he deserves the, uh, I think he deserves the, the Oscar for it, for sure. Like, Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog. Yes, he is actually, he's very good and it would definitely be a, a very close second in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. But nah, I think Will has run rings around all of them in, in the Best Actor category. And I love Andrew Garfield and Tick, Tick, Boom, but I just don't see it going any other way than Will Smith. Oh, hopefully. Now we're going to keep our fingers crossed, but we will find out on March 27th when the Oscars are happening. So we'll have to wait and see. Yes, and I will be up all night to be working to cover it because I'm not one of those people that can wait until the next day to try and figure out who won. Mm -hmm. I need to be able to see it. So it's one of my favourite nights of the year, even though it is a pain to be up all night. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because it is quite late over here when it's on, really, isn't it? Oh, it is. It'll be like a 1am to 5am job. But, you know, I'll stack up on all the coffees and the chocolate and everything to keep me awake for the night. Get all the snacks in, as they say. (laughs) Yeah, make a little party of it for myself. (laughs) Thanks so much, Olivia. How can people find out all the bits you're up to? So you can head over to www.geekireland.com where I also have a list of some of the people who have won an Oscar for less than 20 minutes of screen time, which seems quite surprising. But when you see some of the names that are in there, you'll be like, oh, wow, did not even realise that's how little they were on screen for. So if you want some other fun listicles like that, you can check out the website. Amazing. Thank you so much. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 